here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This weekend, Cam Smith became the fifth Aussie to win one of the oldest championships in the world of sports, claiming the 150th edition of the Open by one shot. For his first major in golf, it is a landmark moment in 2022 for Australian sport, but uh, all time really for Australian sport and Australian golf. Uh, it's great to have Paul Gow from Fox Sports with us here on SEN's The Sporting Capital to recap the weekend. That was Paul. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, the quality of Cam Smith's back nine the uh, in the fourth round in particular to to see at home and uh, and win it for himself, his first claret jug and the first for Australia since 1993. He had to do it from coming from behind at the end of the third round, but that back nine in particular on the fourth round in the final day, uh, how magical was that? Oh, it was magnificent to watch and it was just shot by shot and every shot he hit was was just absolutely perfect and he put his ball in the right position to hold putts and um, where they weren't dropping on Saturday, um, these putts that he was hitting were you know, going in the middle. They weren't even going in the edges and he had everybody in awe of him because he, he just kept holding them one after the other and those you know, the five birdies in a row, well, that uh, that certainly put some pressure on the rest of the field and just shows how good he, good he is and um, how he turned around Saturday to Sunday was quite remarkable. Absolutely. So he takes the Open Championship by one shot uh, from Cameron Young from the United States and Rory McIlroy finished on the podium two shots behind Cam Smith. So obviously one shot set him apart on the on the leaderboard from the American and then a further two shots from Rory McIlroy. But uh, in, in the game, his own game, in Cam Young's game, in Rory McIlroy's game and all the other challenges, what set him apart from, from the rest of those? I think the way that he... he he didn't give up. Like he's that gritty Queenslander that keeps biting at the heels. And, um, you know, his level of concentration yesterday was in, uh, amazing. He was inside the ropes and he didn't, he, he didn't flutter outside the ropes at all. You, you seen him that he didn't you know, take care of it or he didn't look at the crowds. He didn't react to anybody. He kept cool, calm and collected and just kept hitting shot after shot as boring as that may sound. Um, that's what he kept doing and he kept pushing and, and not giving up. And I think it's the self-belief, you know, from how well he's played this year and uh, winning the first event of the year against world number one and taking him down the stretch and then win the players championships. The deeper he got into that round, uh, the more belief he had. And he just kept hitting it, you know, out of the middle of the club face. He drove the ball exceptionally well. He did say himself after the, the round that um, that's really what he's improved in and that, that's what helped him win this week. He drove the ball exceptionally well. That driver hit on 18 um, up near the green, right off the edge, that was close to the out-of-bounds fence, but he meant to do that. And only a person with um, that belief can hit a shot like that. There was a lot of the best players in the world couldn't believe that he uh, he drove the ball where he did. And, and people were raving about his putting as well. And that was, uh, I know, among the, the rest of the field, some of the players, uh, it came out in the aftermath in the in the post-tournament. All the comments, people were saying, oh, Cam's going to win it because of how well he's putting. Did that, uh, did that shine through in the last day? Well, it certainly did. Um, but he's been a good putter for a lot of years and his short game's immaculate, something that him and... His, his coach Greenfield have worked on for many, many years. I've known him for a lot of years, and that's the first place they go. They work on their short game. He's got a routine that he goes through, and he doesn't he doesn't change that at all for any occasion. And um, um, you know, he's one of the best putters you've ever seen. He, he you know, he held 253 feet of putts on on Friday, but only 50 feet of putts on Saturday, and then Sunday, um, you know, something over 100 feet of putts that he holds. So. 
you, that's how you win golf tournaments. And, um, you know, that's, that's where he's confident is on the on the short game and some of the chips that he hit, you know, just around the greens. You've got to have a creative mind, and and that's what uh, that's what he's got. And I think that's what got him there in the end. He, his creative mind of mapping his way around the golf course because he's not the longest hitter on tour, mm. but he, he's one of the pre- most precise uh, iron players out there too. So his second round and his fourth round were both uh, what eight under. So they were and both without bogey as well throughout the whole day. How important was the second round um, a couple of days ago to help set up the win? Well, that that was it. That was the, the one that, that got him there, was that one to put him into contention. And then, you know, it was quite... Golf's a bit of a funny game. On Saturday, after playing so well, it's sort of like the golfing gods don't give you two days in a row sometimes <laughs> having a day like that. So he... Um, he had that lull, but he was playing with Cameron Young, who had a lull also, so they didn't feed off each other. And if you watch McElroy and Victor Hovland, they fed off each other, and they were slapping each other on the back, and they're happy. And, um, you yeah, know, they just thought they would go off. In one of them would win on Sunday. But um, Cam had different ideas. He said to uh, Sam Pinfold, his, his caddy, uh, on, on Saturday night, he said, don't worry. He said, I've just given him a bit of a start, but we'll catch him. Um, and he truly believed that because he's, He'd been playing well, and he played well on Saturday just with no result. He, he putts just ran over the lips. Um, so all of a sudden, he's right in the thick of things, and all he needed was a sniff, and he didn't stop. Uh, the only shot that he, he didn't quite get right was the second shot on 17, but then he comes up with some absolute heroics uh, to get that ball up and down, putting it up there without panicking and then, then rolling the putt in from 13 feet. So, um, you know, he... he He's always enjoyed, ever since I've known him, he's always enjoyed the battle and the getting inside the, the ring with the best players in the world. And because and, he always, you know, plays the undercard dog like all the Queenslanders do. And um, he, uh, he he loves that piece that he's, he's underestimated. But I tell you what, he won't be now because all the best players are now going to be a little frightened of him. He clearly likes playing that underdog, doesn't he? Because, yes, that, that third round put him one shot over for the day. So it just put him behind a little bit further back in the field. But he actually said that he, he, he liked it. He liked playing from behind. Um, and that's, that's, how he, that's how he likes to play his golf. Yes, he's going to be a, a, a hunted man now after winning this Claret Jug. But um, he, he, how, much does he, uh, how, how much does he thrive on being behind uh, heading into that final day? Yeah, he does. He, he likes the chase. It's like a bit like a racehorse that likes sitting behind the, you know, behind the other horses and then swooping and, and taking them out. Where Tiger was the opposite. Tiger was more of a front runner. He, he would like to be up the front and winning, you know, by one, two, or three. Where where Cam likes the battle and and he embraces the battle with everybody else, and um, it becomes a a two horse race or three horse race basically uh, coming down the stretch. And um, you know, it was uh, it was quite an emotional time for him. He's got his his whole crew over there that help him get to these levels from his fitness trainer to his coach, Grant Field, that he's had since he was 10 years of age, for all of them to experience it with him as a pretty special time. When do you think he knew he'd won it? Um, after McElroy hit that pitch shot. Uh, before that, because, you know, McElroy is one of the best players in the world for the last 20 years, and you never know um, what he could do, but... Um, he's too, he didn't hit that great a tee shot, but he still had a difficult pitch. And um, you know they 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 watched it on TV. The two of them, uh, him and Sam, his caddy, and um, when the ball went past the hole, I think that was when he thought he had it. I don't, I don't think he ever thought during the round that he had it. He knew he was in the fight, 
Um, but that was about it. And he had to fight all the way to the end, which he did um, magnificently. How satisfying would this be for Cam? Because he's come close in majors before. He's finished top 10 multiple times at the Masters. Uh, he's had other top five finishes uh, at, uh, at the US Open a lot earlier in his career. Um, but having come so close a couple of times and then, and then missing out in the Masters to get his first one, how satisfying would this be for him? Oh, this would be huge. Uh, after the Masters this year where he sort of fell apart, he ran out of energy on the back nine and Scotty Scheffler had the best back nine of his life um, to, to basically run him down. He would have been disappointed. I was there that week and, and watched him come off the 18th green and his head was down. But um, it's he's learned from it. He's one of those guys that glass is half full and it's, it's pouring over. Uh, it's always a positive. So, you know, he would have been disappointed for a few minutes, but then it'd be like, oh, you know, let's get on to the next major. And um, I think this one was set up for him. As he said during the week, this is more like the conditions we play in Australia. And you're playing Australian Opens down in Melbourne, um, in Sydney, where the, where the greens are rock hard. And you've got to, you know, face away from the pin. You can't go near the pin where he's been used to the last six or seven years hitting at the pin. He, he just enjoyed this type of golf. And, um, you know, when you're enjoying your golf, you play well. How tricky are the conditions, though? So he he liked those conditions, but at the mass at the um, at the biggie pardon, at the open, uh, the course itself, uh, the length of the days are quite long as well compared to other tournaments. Just in general, how how tricky can the conditions be to play a full day of golf at uh, St Andrews? Well, you know, for the 150th around the home of golf, this golf course is you know it's 400 years old and it's 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 gone through the test of time and you know with the linking of you know, the, the golf ball going further, these kids being more, more of athletes, they can hit the ball a million, over 300 metres. Um, the, the course held up great. Its defence would have been wind, but there was minimal wind. Um, but he, he wouldn't have worried about the wind. He, he plays well in the wind. So uh, I think everything fell into place. It, it needed somebody with a creative um, uh, short game, and he's got one of those around um, around this golf course. And, you know, coming down the stretch, that's what he needed the most, Um and he, he got it right. Now, the two putt on 14 on the par five where, you know, it was an upside-down source of that green and, you know, very difficult from, like, 70 feet, and he putted it down within a foot. Um, not too many players could do that. You know, very, very tricky, but he had the confidence to do that. So I think the creative side of his short game was the bit around this golf course that, uh, you know, it's it set up for. And it wasn't set up for the long hitter. It was set up for the, the person who had a creative mind. Paul Gow from Fox Sports with us here on the Sporting Capital on SEN recapping Cam Smith's win at the Open at St Andrews this weekend, winning by a shot from Cam Young and then two shots ahead of Roy McIlroy, who finished third. Uh, Paul, the challenge from uh, from Roy McIlroy, he was leading at the end of the third round. He was four shots ahead, equal first with Victor Hovland uh, from Norway heading into the final day. Um, he didn't do anything particularly uh, terrible on that final day, Rory McIlroy, but he ended up just falling back, I guess, and uh, and Cam Smith uh, mowed him down, as we spoke about before, coming back from behind. What what was the challenge that Rory McIlroy posed, and how did you assess his final round? Yeah, it was an interesting one because everyone gave you know, McIlroy the, the trophy on Saturday night. Um, he had Hovland that was tied with him at 16 under, um, but McIlroy was sort of in second gear. He went to he went to top gear on, on Saturday, and he played extremely well. He was knocking pins out. But when it comes to Sunday on the back nine, um, you know, early in the back nine, 10, 11, 12, he played very conservatively. You know, it was really a defensive way that he was playing for such a good ball striker and the uh, the player he is. He was hitting the ball to 30 and 40 feet and and steering away from pins where Cam was actually going at pins. And the the pin on 11, which is back right, long way up there, Cam hits it into about 
12 to 15 feet. McElroy hit it some 50 feet away, just to the heart of the green. Um, unusually hit 18 greens in regulations, and a lot of players do that, but he done it in the final round last group on a Sunday and didn't win, uh, purely because he didn't put, hit the ball close enough. So he drove the ball well. Um, they blamed his putting. He didn't blame his putting, but people blamed his putting. But you can't keep holding 30 and 40 in footers all day uh, when you're trying to win golf tournaments. But I, I think in the back of his mind, when he was two under through nine, that he, he thought he possibly could you know, roll in there, just cruise into the back nine. Hovland, who was his main contender, had sort of fallen away. He was one over par through nine. So I think he nearly had the claret jack under his arm or sitting in his bag for a moment. And um, he didn't realise the gritty little Queenslander was uh, about to shoot 30 on the back nine. So um, I think he'll go over his round and think, why didn't I go for that pin? Why didn't I hit this shot? He got aggressive on 17. was the first time we've seen him really get aggressive. And he hit a shot into there into about 12 feet, but missed the putt. Um, so it was a little bit too late. It was interesting hearing Cam speak about uh, his uh, his self belief in the uh, in the post uh, post tournament press conference on that after he won the, the Claret Jug and he sort of looked at the jug sitting next to him on the desk and he he said only the players who are at the absolute top of their game win this and that was kind of uh, he didn't he didn't come across as being uh, as you know being overly self confident or arrogant or anything like that but it was sort of an indirect assessment of himself and how he's feeling he's playing at the moment. He spoke about his self-belief in that press conference as well. Uh, he's, he seems pretty self-aware. He's a pretty level-headed, down-to-earth guy, Cam Smith, and, and pretty self-aware of where his game is at right now. Do you agree with uh, how uh, or it, your assessment of his assessment maybe of himself, is he accurate in yeah. saying that he is at the top of his game right now? Yeah, absolutely. Is. He's um, he's far from arrogant, this kid. He's, uh, he's very down-to-earth, come from a you know, really um, working class family just north of Brisbane. Uh, his dad's a good golfer. Uh, and his mum, a great lady, Sharon. They're, they're just good people. And he's a good person. He rem- he's a golfer, Australian golfer, very similar to Ash Barty. He's just a good person. Um, but he knows uh, where his ability is and he knows how much work he's put in. And now every stepping stone is, is going up. And it, it wouldn't surprise us if um, his lofty goals are to be number one in the world and um, he's he's on the fast track. He'll go to number two in the world and he'll chase down Scotty Scheffler there um, with, with the, the playoffs that are coming on. In, he'll have two or three weeks off and then go to the playoffs. So his assessment's right. He, he's inside the ropes. He's the one hitting the shots. He knows how much work he's putting in on it. Um, and, 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 you know, he's rededicated himself this year to the game. He got a trainer in. He's been working a lot harder and it's paid off. He, you know, to win the players' championships and the way that he won that, um, as a player, when you're playing that, you, you think the best player, um, uh, you know, wins this. And he did that and he done it in style. So this is just another um, part of the story. Just as we finish up, Paul, uh, the overall uh, historical view now on this win for Australian golf. Uh, Cam becomes the fifth uh, Aussie to win this behind Peter Thompson, Ian Baker Finch, Kel Nagel, and also Greg Norman, the last winner of the tournament. I think uh, we're up to 12 now. Aussie uh, winners for, for majors all time. Um, when you put this win into context and you look at, well, across golf, but any sport really, the, the thing that always sets athletes apart from from the others or from the rest is is majors. You know, tennis is the same. Uh, we've got, you know, the Tour de France is on, is on right now as well, if you want to make that comparison. But for golf, the majors help set people apart. Um, Adam Scott's win at the at the Masters was a, a great moment that almost um, almost transcended golf and has it's been put up into uh, you know all time Australian sporting folklore. How momentous is this win for Cam Smith in Australian golf and Australian sport? 
Oh, no, it's massive. And, and this will be very similar to Adam Scott's win in 2013 where he come home with the green jacket. He, he played the Australian Open and the Australian PGA Championships. He was showing off that jacket. Um, it brought a lot of new people into the game, a lot of kids. And Ken will be the, exactly the same. He'll bring this claret jug home. He'll show everybody. He'll show it off. Um, and there's more majors in for you know for for Cameron Smith. It, it, like he's he's got the all-round game now that he's going to suit a lot of different conditions. And um, he showed that he's won at the TB Sawgrass to St Andrews, which are two totally polar opposite golf courses. But he was capable of adapting his game to that. So, so that just shows him he's not a, a one-trick pony. He's got all the different um, assets that are required to win on the biggest stage. So. Who knows? You know, the great Greg Norman only won two majors. You know, Kim Smith could overtake that and um, and really form some sort of legacy in the game of golf. Paul, I appreciate you jumping on and uh, giving us some of your time to recap Cam Smith's win at the Open. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll hear your voice again uh, very soon, I'm sure, on SEN. Thanks for having me. Paul Gow from Fox Sports with us here on the Sporting Capital after Cam Smith took home the claret jug at the Old Coast of St. Andrews on the weekend, winning... Uh, with a 20-under overall score, one shot ahead of Cam Young and Rory McIlroy. We'll take a break here on the Sporting Capital, back with more, and you can send through your thoughts as well. 0433 98 11 16 on Cam Smith's triumph on the text. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.